Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This podcast episode is sponsored by Empower Online Coaching. Okay, guys, so I'm sure lots of you already know, but I have worked with Emma, who was my coach when I was going through my weight gain journey. Emma, honestly, when I say it was a game changer, I am not even kidding. Just to have that accountability, support, and educational guidance, it was honestly such a win. I loved it. Oh, <laughs> thanks, Mills. No, I'm genuinely so proud of you. Honestly, coaching women through their health and fitness journeys is genuinely one of my biggest passions, which is why I set up Empower Online Coaching in the first place. I was just fed up with seeing these cookie cutter plans and one size fits all approaches in the coaching industry. So I really wanted to reinvent the space and create the ultimate personalized health and fitness experience. So Empower Online Coaching is a safe and supportive place for women to get their guidance that they need to reach their health and fitness goals. Whether your goal is to lose body fat, improve your relationship with food, gain weight or build a bum, Emma and her team are your go-to gals. We're basically your in-pocket cheerleader hype girls who will also educate and support you to your end goal. Everything will be housed on the Empower app where you'll get bespoke training programs, nutrition plans, food inspo, educational ebooks, and so much more. You can log your progress every week through the check-in feature where you'll receive weekly changes, updates, and personalized feedback. And you can communicate with myself and my incredible team through the in-app WhatsApp style chats, day or night. But just remember, we aren't robots and do actually need sleep. And we have an exclusive discount code for the Real Girls Radio listeners. We've never actually done a discount code before. You know what? No. So this is very exclusive. But if you inquire about online coaching (laughs) and quote Real Girls Radio, you will receive a huge 20% off your coaching subscription. So go to empoweronlinecoaching.com, fill out your deets and quote Real Girls Radio for 20% off. I said Real Girls Radio. <laughs> I can't guarantee that your bum's going to look as good as my leaves, <laughs> but I will give it a good shot. <laughs> Love that. And welcome to Real Girls Radio. I'm Millie. And I'm Emma. And we are both very normal real girls just like you, here to talk about all things health, fitness, and navigating your way through this crazy life. We're your new besties. We want you to feel part of our weekly chats, and we're excited to invite you in to our exclusive girl gang. Grab some snacks and chillax whilst we chat. Woo! Yeah. Okay, I think we got it. Think Hello got it. everyone. Hello. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Welcome back to the podcast. Guys, just want to preface this preface? Is preface. That preface. <laughs> just want to preface. preface. Preface this podcast episode. I'm ill. 
if you can't tell. So I may not be as chatty as I usually am, but I'll try my best. Mm. She's got a peppermint tea. I've got a peppermint tea, but it's scorching hot. I need mm. that in my mouth. And I'm also suffering from a severe case of anxiety because- Two days later, no, three days, days later now. Three days later. Really? Three, wow. It's the third of Jan. It, it hit me hard wow. yesterday. I never drink and I did for New Year's Eve and I had the worst hangover. And How long were you drinking for? Was it all night? Yeah. God, I didn't get that's so This unlike is so you. unlike me, but I didn't get home till like five. No. <laughs> yeah, and so I you went, went to a club. Yeah, I went to a club. What I went to the club that I used to go out to when I was like seventeen. Oh my god, <laughs> I haven't been to a club in years. Well, actually, no, that's a lie. I probably went last year, but I'm just not a fan of clubs. No. No, I'm not. We didn't we didn't plan to go to a club. What happened was we went to some bars and then we went to this other bar and the music was so bad oh, that worst. we were like, right, let's just go to the like OG club. And you know that you get music. some good music, yeah, yeah, and you could just dance. Yeah. That was one thing actually, I wish I danced. How was your I New Year's? I didn't dance in my New Year's. You looked great. Do you think? Yeah. Aw, thanks. Yeah, I went as Matrix because it was like, you dress as the first, you dress as a character that begins with your first the first letter of your name. Oh, interesting. So I was like, I could go as Amelia, like A, or I could go as something with an M. I went for an M. Oh, uh, you had you had like multiple choices. I had so many, yeah, so many choices. Um, so I was Matrix, and it was good. Like some people were dressed up so well. There was a guy who came as um Dorothy, and he had the full on outfit. He had the wig, the like the glittery red shoes. Oh. He was like in the dress. Yeah, it was really good. And then there was another guy in, in like a dinosaur outfit like full on inflatable dinosaur outfit. Oh God, but yeah. apparently he actually wasn't invited. So he came in that outfit to be in disguise. Cause you can't see their face in this massive inflatable oh thing. God, so scary. So Saffron was like, well, who the fuck is him? And then and then halfway through the night, she was like, oh my God, he wasn't even invited. And then she kicked him out. Well, yeah, yeah. I should hope so. So didn't see him for the rest of the night. Right, um, so All yeah. of them had a New Year's Eve kiss, but it was what? awful. With who? Wait, I don't think he'll listen to this. Maybe oh. he might now. You've kissed him. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Why have I just out of myself here? Um, yeah, I, I, I'm so bad at re like rejecting people because I don't. Oh, so I, you, you didn't want to have this? No, I can't deal with rejection well. So I don't like rejecting other people because mm. I just feel like I know how they feel, mm. and which we'll obviously dive into all of yeah. that in this episode. Um, so I, he was just like, "Will you be on New a kiss?" And I was like, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> and then and then after the kiss, I just, I darted. I ran away from him for oh the rest of the night. No. Could not look him in the eye. Mm. It wasn't good. He hasn't texted me though, which is fine. Gave him my number. How awkward. Oh, what? Idiot. I need to, I need to improve. Rejection. I need to improve on, yeah, on that. Do. But yeah, anyway, we, ha we were actually initially going to record a Healthy Girl Era podcast, which we're actually going to do in a minute. But we have decided instead to make this one all about how to recover from a breakup. Um, mm, slash how to deal with loneliness. And how to get your power back after a breakup. Yeah. And just how to like, you know, get your happy, thriving mm. self back after you have gone through relationship problems and breakups. We've which, spoken about this before, haven't we? But like... I mean, we've touched on it. Mm. But I think when we, when we spoke about it before, I hadn't yet been through my breakup. Was that, was that in the other studio we spoke? Yeah. Oh my God. And crazy. lots of you have shown a lot of interest in this topic and I think it will be super yeah. helpful even to just like hear our experiences. Do you think that's safe though? Do I think your scalding hot peppermint <laughs> tea is safe? Like balancing <laughs> on the sofa? No. <laughs> Should we just start with our flop and flies? Yeah. Okay. So my, I'm gonna start with my flop. Oh, classic flop. 
Today, I got splashed by a van. Because it was they, raining. Did they do it on purpose? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I was, I don't know. I had my headphones in. I don't know. But full on, like wet all down the back of me. Mm. And I, it, has, it has dried now. But I was just like, oh, come on. It's raining. I'm mm. ill. I really don't need this in my life. Mm. And then after that, I was really, really, really trying to help my hardest to like just be grateful for things that I am grateful for. I was like, I want to stay positive. <laughs> like, I'm grateful to have this hood over my head. I'm grateful to have my like um, headphones charged. Because you know when like, yeah, they run out of battery things, and you're like, yeah. oh. So I was just trying to think of all those things just to get me out of that negative mm. mood. Because I'm being a bit of a moody Millie today. But we've both had a bit of a. Um, incident on our way here though. oh yeah then you're yeah that's that is that your flop well i well it wasn't going to be but i oh. guess it can double be. whammy i was on the tube and there, there's been like loads of tube strikes today and a guy came and sat down next to me and the tube had stopped for like five minutes and he got up and he was like frantically screaming like we need to reverse back up to clapham <laughs> junction and like we need to all get off at canary wharf and he was like screaming at people like we need to get off this tube now and then like calling the operator which I he wasn't even on it. the phone and he was like there's a major emergency we all need to leave right now and then he was like so he was I, like I shouting yeah but he was pretending as if he was the train driver oh and he was like God. i can't get signal like this is a real issue Did some I, people believe it the brakes aren't working so like, <laughs> i was at first i was like is this i guy, really just wouldn't know what to do in that situation what does he work for the tube like i was, was he young no but he wasn't wearing like uniform he was just wearing an average an average outfit and then the men next to me were like don't worry like i don't think he's yeah, um mentally there no. it's really sad like as soon as you get into london you do come across a lot of strange characters yeah and it and does make you feel unsafe it may the, the the difficult thing is like obviously like you kind of feel sorry for them because it's yeah. like clearly like a mental disorder yeah. but at the same time it's very scary it's disturbing and disturbing and like unsettling and you'd hope that like if they if they're in that you know mental state they would have a carer or like yeah they'd be in some sort of facility that can control yeah because if he genuinely thought he was the train driver and responsible for mm. getting us off the train did he look homeless no interesting anyway that's such a flop yeah, my other flop is that I am. Um, sorry. <coughs> oh, I really hope you don't give me this <coughs> illness. We're staying away. We're staying away from you. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. My other flop is that I am really struggling to find the time to do like personal life admin. Oh yeah. And it's like I a relate. constant like stress. I fucking relate. That is my constant, constant, constant struggle. I don't yeah. remember the last time I actually had time to sit down and do like life admin. No, I feel like I'm very good with like getting my business, social media stuff done and staying on top of that. But then when it comes to like my actual real life shit. You think you're I not finding to... the work life balance? I feel like I've got the social life balance and the fun balance, but not the like get your shit together mm, balance. Like when does one have the time to do the, these little things? Cause I don't. In our sleep. Yeah. Literally the only time we have. Um, What's your fly? That was oh yeah sorry yeah my fly is I went to a party not knowing anyone so that was the party on New Year's Eve or at Saffron's house and I didn't know a single person there apart from obviously Saffron and then like maybe one of her friends but like I used to get so socially anxious like I think we all know this by now so socially anxious like I would literally just be by myself in a corner I would hate talking to people like and if I was talking to new people my heart would be racing. Um, I don't really know like what the main reason is. Maybe it's just because I'm not like, I don't know. I just feel like I, I'm, I don't hate being awkward. 
Mm. But I'm I am like probably the least awkward person when I talk to people. Um but yeah, New Year's Eve was like fun. I didn't know anyone and I made some new friends. On a scale of one to ten, how drunk were you? Well, I couldn't I can't drink on racket. Oh my god, oh yeah. Yeah. So I li- I had about three drinks, which is the most naughty. I've ever had. I know. But you know, like again, that's a massive win. Yeah. Massive fly. Because like going to a party not being drunk. And and not knowing anyone either. And not knowing anyone, yeah. Double whammy. Oh. And I wasn't feeling like my outfit and my makeup. Oh, you looked amazing. But see, this is funny because everyone's saying this and I was like, I really wasn't feeling it. You looked really good. I actually had a bit of a flop on New Year's Eve because I was going to wear, you know, those like really sparkly chainmail dresses, Mm -hmm. like the silver ones. I had that and I was about to put it on and the whole back of the dress just like broke and crumbled into pieces. And I was like, they're so unreliable. All but the thank time. God I didn't already have it on and like yeah. went out and then it broke when I was No, dropped. top tip, whenever you're wearing a top or a dress that is chain mail, always bring a backup, a backup. with you. Because everyone that I know who's got one has said it's broken on the night out. They're quite expensive as well. Oh, they can range. I mean, which one are you talking like, about? I got mine from, from Meshki. Oh. Meshki. Meshki, yeah, nice. Yeah. What did you wear then in the end? A brown mini dress, just tight. Just tight. Yeah. Holding all the, all the areas. <laughs> Accentuates all the... All the fine areas for the fan men. Did you, did you have a New Year's Eve kiss? Yeah, I did. Did you? You kept that one quiet. With my friend. Oh, Jasmine. <laughs> no, Georgie. Like a proper kiss? Just like a little. I actually had champagne squirted into my oh. eye and was blinded for about an hour. Throughout. Squirted. That's such a not very nice word. Squirted. Oh, what was another word for it? <laughs> Sprayed. Sprayed. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what is your fly? Anyway, my fly sorry, is. Sorry, again. <laughs> you sure? <clears throat> my fly is that I launched <clears throat> my new website, my new oh, branding, my new logo. Oh my god, I haven't seen this. I'll show you the logo in a minute. It's basically like a butterfly <clears throat> with an E to like stand for empower, and the butterfly oh, yeah. represents transformation, oh. and it's in a circle which represents like full circle change. Oh, that's really good. And I just feel like we've had like a huge shift in the company to be a lot more like holistic focused and mm. a lot more like centered around mental and physical yeah, yeah, change yeah, yeah. rather than just like the, the aesthetic change mm-hmm. love that and i love it it's i really love that that's great yeah that's my flight oh great sorry i mean my brain is not functioning well today. no have you eaten yeah of course i haven't of course she's had when i mean when i'm ill i actually eat more really i have to eat more see i lose my, my body appetite. needs it body needs those bits mm. you know Right, let's get into oh. the actual topic of today's podcast. I mean, obviously we know that I haven't had a boyfriend for 25 years of my yeah, life. Yeah, maybe maybe talk about that so the listeners know. Really? Okay, well, yeah, guys, I've been single for my whole life. And I don't know, people get really, like, shocked by that. And, like, I never really saw it as, not a problem, but, like, as a thing. But, like, the more I tell people, the more, and, like, the more reactions I see and hear, the more I question it. I'm like, oh shit, that is a bit Is weird. it kind of like people's reactions make you feel shit about it? Yeah, 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 definitely, oh. definitely. And then like they react to it and then they're like, oh, but, and then they'll like, they'll say a silver lining yeah. or something. And I'm like, mm, yeah, okay. And then it just, I don't know, it just makes me think like, is it is it abnormal? But this is why like, I really want everyone to know that I have been single for my whole life because if I, if I knew another person who had been single their whole life, then I'd feel a bit more okay mm. with it. Mm. But, um. Yeah, the more years that go by, the more I'm just telling myself, like, at least I haven't had heartbreak. And at least, like, I've obviously had situationships and stuff. Like, I've gone through different guys and whatever, but I haven't settled with one because I haven't liked them enough or, like, 
I don't, I don't know, I feel like I can read people well. And if I'm not 100%, then I'm not gonna go any further with them. And I don't know if that's what everyone does or uh, like. I, I think that is the best thing because exactly, you're right. Then you're never going to be going through unnecessary heartbreak, yeah, unnecessary heartbreak. and breakups. But so do people like just push through that kind of like, I don't know, doubt? Yeah, I think they do. do. Think? I think right. a lot of people settle because they're, they're more, they get more comfort in the idea of just being with someone right. and settling with someone and having that security mm. than they would to be alone. And then yeah. they'd grow into it. But I do think like you, you can like develop your feelings and like become yeah. warm to that person over time. Yeah, sometimes I don't give men enough time. Yeah, maybe that's I think that's probably why. why as well. And also I'm so like, it's all I know. Like my, my own company is all I know. It's all I'm yeah. used to. Um, so having someone then come into into my life with like you know using up my own company i it like it's got to take a lot yeah for them to do that for them for me to like let them in yeah but um what's it like like the longest you've been seeing a guy for <clears throat> oh like two months okay not long at all and um, would that have ended like on it would just be months? me sort of like being like no a I lot feel more it. slower replies oh, like yeah just yeah gently dying it out. off yeah that's another thing like this is this is what i was saying earlier the podcast in the episode i i can't reject people so i either just go with it and then like run away from them or i would just slowly just not reply to them mm. I, that is toxic yeah i can't be doing that like if, if when guys do that to me oh my god i feel awful in myself Mm. But then I'm like, but guys could just get on with, like they just go to the next person, don't they? Yeah. And also I've seen on TikTok quite a lot of times recently that guys um, are only happy to be with a girlfriend when they want a girlfriend. Like they will settle with anyone in their life when they want a girlfriend. So like, say- oh, like, Right, so if they're life, just craving having that relationship, yeah. they will go- They will just whoever. go with whoever's there. Really? Yeah. Mm. Mm. So, I guess I've, it's never been the right time. Like I've never been in the right place, right time. You will find someone, you will 100%. Like I'm so ready. I do want someone in my Boys, life. Boys, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> do you want someone? Yeah, I don't know. It's just annoying, it's sad. And so like, there's a lot of times where I do feel lonely and I do feel like I'm not normal and I'm not good enough and I'm not pretty enough and all those like, toxic yeah. and the thing is like i think you can definitely contribute a lot to this podcast because those are feelings you get when you're going through a breakup mm. the feeling not good enough the feeling lonely the feeling insecure yeah. like they are very yeah. real feelings when you break up yeah. with someone because there are definitely guys who i have liked who have then rejected me and that's basically yeah my closest thing of, of a breakup, breakup. yeah because it's like yeah full-on reject right in your face yeah so we're basically gonna go through some tips and advice and mm -hmm. little bits of wisdom to help you if you are trying to recover from a breakup and get your power back and start like mm. getting your light back and feeling good again. Would you say you're like a relationship person then? Or you're, are you like- Yeah, I'm, I'm like the opposite. So you, you love having- I've like, not like intentionally, but when I look back at my life, I have like always been in a relationship. When was your first relationship? When I was 13. And like, how did that happen? Okay, so I'll give you a bit of history. Mm -hmm. When I was 13, I had a relationship for a year and a half. Yeah. He was a lot older than me. God, 13, that's a long relationship for that. Yeah. yeah. Then after that, I my next relationship was two years. 
mm-hmm. when I was like around 15. Then I got into a five-year relationship mm-hmm. with my mm-hmm. ex. And then we weren't together for like half a year. Mm-hmm. And then I met my ex. Mm-hmm. Who I was saying. Wow, so you really have had all of them. But like, so every single relationship you've been in, you've really liked the guy. You've been ready to like. Yeah, but I, I've i never been broken up with. Oh my God, interesting. But so, I, the thing is, right, I never realized how painful a breakup can be until my most recent one. Mm. Um, and I never related when I used to hear people say like they're, they're going through a breakup and I'd be like, I've done right. that. It's not that bad. Like it's whatever. Okay. I I have never experienced heartbreak, feeling so low, confused, isolated, lonely, broken as I have with my most recent breakup. Why do you think that is? Um, I guess because of the lot of the reasons why we broke up. And there's a lot of emotional. A lot of yeah. Manipulation. Yeah. <laughs> okay, right. I'm just gonna be real with you guys. I feel like I can't be completely like honest and transparent a hundred percent on the podcast at this time anyway about the ins and outs of my relationship and for your own safety. Yeah, and even like because I'm still trying to process mm-hmm. a lot of it and I'm still coming to terms with a lot of it and working through it and like I ha- I am so much better now than I was back in summer when I was going through the breakup. I definitely feel like I've got a lot of my confidence back, my mm. my positivity back. I'm feeling a lot more like my old self, but like I'm definitely not 100% mm. healed or through it or completely over it yet. Like right. I'm, it's still a work in progress. And I, I, it's crazy because it's like we broke up five months ago. That's still quite fresh. Yeah. Considering what that whole relationship held. Yeah. But I think like my point I'm trying to make is breakups can be very different and different levels <clears throat> of severity depending on the person and the situation yeah. of that relationship and why you broke up. Oh, it's so context dependent. Like my five-year relationship, me and him broke up and we were literally like, okay, see you later. What well, he was like as well? I was helping him make oh. his Hinge account like the week after we broke up. Like I didn't oh. cry once. I was so fine. Oh. He was so fine. Whereas this breakup yeah. hit me. So like polar hard. opposites. Polar opposite. Even though my most recent ex, we were only together for like mm, a year and a half. Nice. It was just a lot more intense. Yeah. And you are at the, this age now where like, you have to start thinking about future. And you did. And it <laughs> yeah, I think another thing is like, I was so <laughs> wrapped up with mm, the idea of him and what we mm. could have had and oh yeah i am such a culprit of this making up the, an idea of someone in my head as opposed to who they actually are like fantasizing oh my or, god yeah. yeah this is so me yeah I and really just not being a realist yeah about it but then how do you stop fantasizing about things because like that's what you want that's what you that's what you desire that is like how you see yourself with your man and if it's not that it's so hard to just come to realization that it's not that. Yeah, I think there's a very fine line between like manifestation and yeah. like positive attraction, but also being realistic. Yeah, 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 yeah. And not so setting true. the bar too high. There's such a fine line, yeah. actually. Yeah. I'm I'm in this little limbo limbo 
well, I guess slim, I don't know. Like I'm just in this like weird phase of trying to work out that fine line, like where that fine line is because that I'm so into manifestation at the moment. Yeah, me too. And like, so when it comes to like relationships, I'm trying to manifest a relationship, whatever. But I'm like, people tell you that it's gonna come when you least expect it. So then actually don't expect it. But then other people say like, you have to envision it, you have to feel it, you have to do all this, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, well, where, like what's the in between? Like what, how do I get this? How do I manifest a relationship? God, that's so true. Isn't it? Yeah. Cause they're always like, it'll come when you least expect it. You can't force things like as soon as you, I, I actually, when it comes to relationships, I don't feel like you can <clears throat> necessarily manifest it. I think it is very much like it will come to you. You just have to put the the positive vibes out there and yeah. be open to it and receptive to whatever comes your way, but like not be like on the hunt. Yeah, and know? also it's like not not constantly reminding yourself of what you don't have, remind yeah. yourself of what you do have. Yeah, It's like switching the language of it. Yeah. Cause like I, I'm constantly reminding myself that I don't have a relationship. Whereas I should be constantly reminding myself that like. No, you just need to reframe it. Yeah, and say like, it. you have all this time for mm. you to focus on your goals and your future. <laughs> oh babe. <laughs> we'll get your boyfriend this year. <laughs> but it is true though. Like I would have not had the career I've got and everything. I wouldn't be where I am today if I had a relationship. Exactly, before, you wouldn't. And mm -hmm. all that stuff. Yeah. Like I wouldn't have had the time to put in, like thinking about how much time and effort I, have to, I put into myself, it, I can't imagine halving that time and ha I'm having yeah. a relationship. Because a relationship is a big yeah, investment. A huge a time job, investment. A full time job. Yeah. And I don't know that, like, because I haven't experienced it, so I have no idea. It's, yeah, it, it takes a lot of time and work yeah. and effort. And, and compromise. And compromise and negotiation, mm. honestly, yeah. Right, anyway, let's get into some tips yeah. and things that I have done to help me recover from my breakup. Um, you go first. At least yeah. as much as I have done so far. Okay, first one is, and, and also I want to preface that a lot of these tips aren't just your basic, like what you'd find on Google. Mm. That's a good point. Yeah, they're a little bit more- Out of the box. Out of the box, personally, yeah. what I found. Um. Okay, so I'm gonna start with this one. Your mind is always going to remind you of the good times and what mm. Millie and I were just talking about, like the idea of that perfect future. And you genuinely just need to completely stop those positive, mm. happy memories. And I know okay. that can sound really like negative and pessimistic yeah. to do that but when it comes to like a relationship that you know is no longer serving you mm. and if it was a toxic relationship or something that you know you need to get away from I actually think the best thing you can do is journal all the th all the things they did wrong to you mm. and really like write your feelings down on paper even record voice notes to yourself that's something I once yeah. did about how you're feeling in the moment when you're so yeah. strong and set on leaving for whatever reason so you have decided to leave for and listen back to them and go back to your journal and write and look at like how that person made you feel and why you're leaving and try to replace the positive memories and like looking at nice mm. times with them like through photos with the hard yeah, truth and yeah, the realization yeah. that you cannot be with that person. Yeah. My my flatmate is going through a breakup after. Oh yeah, how is she? Seven years of being with him. 
she's doing well. She is doing well. Um, but she said the exact same thing. She was like, I just wish that I wrote down all the little things that made me want to break up with him. Or like made me think that I, he's not right for me. Yeah. Because like all the little things that she forgets about and then she only remembers the good things. And so it obviously it makes it just so much harder. Um, but yeah, there's, like, there's so many little things that like he may have said or may have done and and she's slowly starting to remember them. But obviously when you're in the relationship, you're not gonna wanna do that. Mm. But maybe when you're starting to doubt the relationship, maybe just start writing little things to help confirm. Yeah, just journal feelings. how you're feeling in the moment. Like, yeah. you know, things that they did that you don't agree with or how they made you feel. <laughs> and when you're writing them in the present moment, that is a true representation of how you're feeling there yeah. and then, real time. Whereas when you're looking back at good memories, like that's always tainted yeah, with like yeah, a yeah. positive spin so on it. So true. And again, like a bit of fantasizing. Yeah, well. it is, yeah. Um, what you could have had. And then like another point just to add to that is that your brain, like psychologically, you are ingrained to be more comfortable with what's familiar even mm. if the familiarity is toxic mm. and not very nice um yeah your your mind will prioritize familiar pain over unfamiliar pain mm. so as, as an example so like as an example humans would rather know exactly what F f this is an example humans would rather know exactly what their abusive partner is going to do to them right rather than the unknown of being alone and not knowing what the hell right. is going to happen they're used to that like familiar wow. abuse Fuck, yeah. so they stay in it because that's all they, know. all they know and they're too scared to go into the unknown yeah. and that's like a psychological that is phenomenon. so true yeah yeah. So you just just understanding that and knowing like, yeah, it is scary going out into the unknown and having uncertainty, but that uncertainty yeah. is serving you because it's getting you away from that cycle, that vicious cycle yeah. of being stuck in a little hole. Yeah. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, 
You have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Right. I know lots of people love to listen to like breakup music and mm-hmm. you know playlists mm. all about like breaking <laughs> up. I do encourage this, however. Do you? Don't listen to the sad, heartbroken, lovey dovey. Well, yeah, that's what I'm, I don't get when people do that. Like, I don't understand why mm. you want to feel more sad. No, people do it though. They do. They why? they put on these heartbroken. I feel sorry sad for themselves because it it relates to them and that it right. the lyrics speak to them and it it I helps see. them feel heard right but you need to Fuck. not do that that's, that's, you need yeah. to put on empowering yeah. like inspirational yeah. moving on Upbeat. kind of vibe playlist yeah. like i made one maybe mm. i can share it with people that's actually really good because i've always wondered why people do that but now i know yeah it's because they feel heard yeah, yeah it, it will just make you feel worse in yourself. Yeah. And I think as well, like a lot of people when they're coming out of a relationship, they will feel like I definitely did. They will feel like no one understands. Mm. They will feel so alone and like they can't talk to anyone mm. because no one will f- truly understand what they've gone through. So hearing lyrics in a song, which represents mm. how you're feeling is like, it's like, it's wow. like music to your ears. Yeah, literally, literally music to <laughs> your ears. <laughs> but if it's sad and bringing you down, you, no, right. no. You need to listen to the like the vibey playlists, which are gonna get you feeling like, yeah, I'm yeah. and a strong independent, independent. Then sometimes women. people want to like get out of their system, have a week of like mourning, yeah, and then. Well, I I mean fly. that I actually did a bit of research, and there are actually five stages of a breakup. Okay. Oh yeah, I saw this. Um, so stage one is denial, uh-huh. which is like keeping busy, mm-hmm. avoiding difficult conversations, like just being a bit numb yeah. and distraction. Just getting on with your life, like forgetting about it basically. Yeah. How long is that? Oh, I don't know. Like a month? Four? I think it, it depends. Mm. And it's also- very dependent on if you're a male or female as well. Yeah. Whatever gender you identify as. And also I didn't read about this when I was doing research, but I do think the five stages of a breakup aren't necessarily like, stages one to five I think they cross over oh, go back yeah, and yeah. forth you can go round and around mm. and round and like go through that cycle like five times I don't think it's as black and white as yeah. this but it definitely represents a lot of the feelings yeah. in a breakup so yeah stage one is denial stage two is anger so it will start sinking mm. and you just can't believe this heartbreak is happening to you um and you'll just have all these questions and confusion and like hatred towards mm. your ex um, stage three is bargaining. So this is when, and I mean, I, I'm i guilty. Oh, this is so interesting. When you like really question if what you're doing is the right thing. <gasps> yeah. And you go back and forth oh, and God. you try to like reach back out and yeah. you let them back in oh, and wow. you kind of like. That's very you, common. <laughs> you like postpone the inevitable, what's gonna happen, mm. breaking up when you know you have to and just kind of like stay in this like. Limbo face. Yeah. This repeated cycle of. Because you're scared of letting you're go. Scared of letting go. Because it is like, it is grief, isn't it? Mm. 
And it's, it's if they're so there, you know, like you can just go back. Yeah. It's just as simple as, it's just a quick text, that's it. Yeah. It's so easy to just it's go It's like back. mourning a living person. Yeah. Who you know is still alive. Who you know is still alive, yeah. <sighs> so that's stage three. Stage four is depression. I mean, oh. you know. So once you get, okay, sorry, yeah, because this could be any sort of, the phases could be at any time. And Depression could be the first one. Right? Yeah, yeah, well, this is like stage one, two, three, yeah. four, five. What, from the research I did, it's apparently in that, in order. that order. But oh. I don't, I think mm. you can go back and forth and kind of mm. go around and. Yeah, I agree, I agree. Um, and then stage five is acceptance, which mm. is what we're all aspiring for. And I think what we all need to try to reach, which you will eventually, you have to just be patient with mm. yourself. But that is when you just come to terms with the fact like, this There's, is your new yeah. reality and you need to move on with your this life. This is the path you want to go down. Yeah. I always think this, like this is what gets me through life and like really hard low moments in life. It's like, this is the path that I'm meant to be on. Yeah. This path is going to serve me Yeah, a lesson. Everything happens for you, not yeah. to you. Mm. I always say this to yeah, my flatmate who is currently going through a breakup. Like she's really learning a lot about trusting the universe yeah and she's she is she, it really is helping her. like just do what feels right for you like you can't live life worrying about what other people are gonna think you have to do what you think is right that's such good advice yeah. i think like just doing what feels right to you because i know a lot of people like in the question boxes were saying like oh i don't know if i should start dating mm -hmm. i don't know if that's the best thing i should do or if i just need to like have time alone genuinely you need to like look inwards yeah, and ask yourself inwards. what you want. Because me being completely honest, I have been so broken and distraught from my breakup that I have not even thought oh, about yeah. dating or talking to another guy. Like it's just not mm. on my agenda. Mm -hmm. And that's absolutely okay. Yeah. Like that is what you need. Like you need your own time to yeah. strengthen yourself and yeah. have time to yourself. But for some people as well, like they will find that doing that and you know, meeting new people and going on dates will really like pick boost up their confidence. Them, pick up their conf yeah. <laughs> um, and I guess like on the topic of like rebounds and dating mm. after a breakup, I I know a lot of people after a breakup will kind of like shut down their feelings and go on that like rebound mm. kind of like. Usually, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I don't yeah. give a fuck. I'm gonna go out and get wasted get and use like alcohol yeah. as a distraction mm. and completely disregard their feelings. Yeah. But genuinely, I believe you need to feel it to heal it. Oh, you need absolutely. to honor your feelings and you need to just accept like, it's okay to not be okay. Of course it's okay to yeah. not be okay after a breakup. Like that's normal, that's yeah. human. Like everyone goes through this yeah. but you do need to be patient with yourself and let yourself mm. have those feelings and have a cry if you need to mm. and one thing that i've really found to help me is um journaling how mm -hmm. i'm feeling and write down things i'm grateful for and things i've learned and like what why it's made me stronger mm. and and like what you can now look for in your next partner or like what you want what you've learned from that partner who that you can now like apply in your own life or yeah even like in friendships, what you're looking for in friendships yeah. as well. because it, it's like, it gives you a lot more clarity yeah. for sure. And journaling will help mm. with that. Mm. And like at the end of the day, your emotions and trauma and whatever you've been through, it is gonna come out at mm. some point. So you need to not repress yeah, that. Yeah, you cannot repress that. You can't le like make that follow through into your next relationship whenever that is gonna be. Yeah. 
Someone it's so hard, that. isn't it? Because breakups can be so complex mm. and so different. It's a lot to that. And also like, there's so much that goes on in the relationship that the outsiders don't know, don't see. So it's hard for other people to understand fully. Yeah, for sure. But another tip that I, like this genuinely saved me in my breakup, um, is channeling all my energy into my goals that I set for myself mm -hmm. and just putting my all into the gym. Mm -hmm. Like, I cannot tell you how empowering that was mm -hmm. for me. When I went through my breakup back in the summer after my miscarriage, I lost all my strength mm. and I felt like a weak, timid, like insecure girl in the gym. I had such imposter syndrome oh. and I was just, I, I couldn't lift half of what I used to. Yeah. And I'd go into the gym and cry. <laughs> it was awful. It was like a bad place for God. me. But I made myself a new training program. I set myself new goals and I would go into the gym and just like make progress and work on myself every single week. And like, I have, gen I, I look back like September to now and I have gained so much strength and like confidence and self-esteem just from that in itself. Mm. Like purely just from the, the, energy the mental and the, the like the performance gains, nothing to do with how I look. Yeah. It was all just like knowing like I gained strength and I think gaining physical strength gave me mental strength mm, and yeah. told me like I, I would be okay, I'm sure. Like if you have anger or something, you can put that anger into your workouts. Yeah, like channeling your energy, yeah. whatever like emotions and yeah. energy you have, put it into something. Yeah. That, that doesn't have to be the gym, it can be artwork, it yeah, can be yeah. music, it can be, it can be- Create, Any sort of creativity. Something creative, I think, yeah. yeah. I so agree. Even like decluttering at home. I did that a lot mm. when I break up with my ex. I like move things around. Yeah. I had to sort out. Freshen up. It's like up. a spring clean for yourself. Yeah. I also, what, what would you say about like switch up and look a bit? Yeah. So like dye your hair or yeah. I don't know. Like I, I think like you don't rely on that to like completely heal no. your breakup and your heartbreak but, it but can help. i think it can definitely boost your confidence yeah. and and kind of like signal the error mm. of mm -hmm. transformation and a new ch a new start and also yeah a new start like detaching yourself from maybe that era that yeah. you were in and having like a new fresh like theme. a new healthy girl like yeah. new me yeah even if it's like just change like your style a bit or like uh, you i don't know get a whole massage pedicure mm eyebrows, yeah. lash tint. Just make yourself feel good. Self-care, mm. self-care is essential post-breakup. You need to put all the time and effort that you love. put into the old relationship yeah. into you. Yeah. Go get your nails done. Yeah. Go do a facial. Yeah. Because I think it's so easy to feel sorry for yourself, let yourself, you know, go like- Yeah, and then give up eat, on your body and wash, give up on your you know? Yeah. I think it's really easy to get down that little rabbit hole, but it's yeah. not gonna serve you well. No. It's not gonna do anything to you. And I know it can feel like such a huge effort mm. to like get yourself to the gym and cook pick yourself up whatever. and cook healthy yeah. and you know, make effort on your appearance when like the inside of you is just feeling like shit. Yeah. But you just have to think about how great you're gonna feel three, four, five months from now and how much confidence you're mm. gonna get back from just making these small little no, I changes. I promise you yeah. it works. Okay, one thing which I know for a fact will help and I personally, I'm gonna be honest, have not been great at. Block and no contact. Oh uh, yeah, 
Oh, absolutely. Outside, out of mind. If you really know that relationship's not serving for you, not serving you, and you can't keep holding yourself yeah. back, and you have to let go and really finish that chapter to step into the best version of yourself, I I think the best thing you can do yeah, is block, really no contact. But why is it so hard for, to do that? It's one tap. Why is it so hard? It's, it's that letting go, isn't it? It's that accepting that you, this is the end. I think it can be a load of different things for like so many reasons. Like for some people, if they were married, had a house together, had like a lot, a lot involved together, like you need a open line of communication to sort out oh, okay, like bits yeah. and bobs, you know? Yeah. There's a, there's also like, if, if you break up with someone and they don't want to let go and they refuse to let the breakup happen, like, that can be very hard. Yeah, yeah. And then also like, if you aren't sure and if you're doubting it mm. and if you're missing them. And, and you're like, maybe it. there's something that they can, you can you see online that may sort of bring you back or like, yeah, may, I don't know, there's maybe something that you see and you're like, oh, maybe I should be back with them. Like it's, it's that sort of bit of hope, isn't it, again still. I think you just really in your head, in your own time need to decide if this person is ever gonna have a place in your life again romantically, or if you really have to just like have the courage to say, no, that is done, mm. I am moving on, then they have no purpose being in your life. You And the best thing you can do for your own sanity is just cut them out, mm. cut ties and move on. And I know, I know it's so mm. hard. And I know you might, you might feel guilty and you might feel like you're a horrible person. You might doubt it and question yourself and think like, oh, what if? But mm, what if? I think, listen to your gut. Your gut will tell you what you should do. Yeah. And if your gut is telling you, that is a bad relationship yeah. and they are not good for you. They're not serving yeah. you. Block them. Yeah, I agree. And also I think it's so like, I know I just said that people, like the outlookers can't really see what everything's going on in the relationship and stuff, but it's really important to take people that you love their advice. Yeah. It's really important because they can see some things that you can't see. Yeah. So, cause you can just get lost and like we said, like, Think of all the fantasies and everything. And you can, you might be in love with the idea of them. Yeah. But it's so important to get that advice from someone who isn't emotionally attached to them. Yeah. And have such objective advice. Who's seen you go who's through all the- Who's seen you the... go through it all. Who's seen the things that you haven't seen because you've blindsided yourself. Yeah. And also, I, I, I'm i just going to say this now. Friends with benefits with your ex is not Oh, no. No, 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 no. We do not do that. No. Strong and powerful women do not do yeah. that. Uh, another thing that I did, which I, I mean, I think this trip that I went went on really yeah, helped me. I went to Paris with Jasmine, my best friend, mm. after my breakup. And getting away, going to another country, doing fun things with a friend, or it doesn't have to be a friend, like you could even do it on your own. Yeah. I think that's very empowering. Mm. Um, or with like a family member, like going away and just having fun, just like let your hair up. down and- It just gets you in a different zone, doesn't yeah. it? Like, I don't know about you, but when I'm away, when I'm on holiday, when I'm in a different environment, it makes me look at life in a different way. Yeah. And then you can come back and you feel refreshed and you feel ready to take on the day or like whatever, yeah. like your dreams, aspirations, like you're ready. It's always just that, even if it's a week, 
a few days. Yeah, I went away, I went to Paris for like a long weekend and yeah. it was just the most amazing. I, I needed it. I yeah, literally needed yeah. it. And I think, you know, Love booking that. things to look forward to. Like I was about to enter this new year thinking, oh, I was supposed to be getting married and whatnot, but now I'm not. So instead I was like, nope, we're no. not gonna be negative or down in the dumps about no. that. I have booked loads of trips and I am just having a year of living fun. life, fun, yeah. travel, being with my friends, working, yeah. focusing on me. Like we're young. Don't need no men. Don't need no men. Don't need my ex. Don't need, <laughs> don't need the exes. We don't need them. No, we don't need They're them. next for a reason. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I think you just need to plan a lot to look yeah. forward to independently yeah. and like fill your time with fun. You can recover and that you yeah. are going to be okay. There is light at the end of the tunnel. There's light at the end of the tunnel. It's not forever. But anyway, I'm not, I'm genuinely not fully healed. Yeah. Well, I'm doing a lot better. You are glowing though. Oh, day by day. Oh, thank really, you. Really? I'm getting there. I just genuinely did not ever ever realize how like mm. draining and emotionally exhausting mm. and hard and heartbreaking a breakup could be mm. like so if no I genuinely mean this if any of you are going through a breakup right now and you feel alone and confused and lost you are not alone and my dms are always mm. open and, and mine are but yeah I, I can't relate but I'm sure I can give you know, some advice. give some advice give a little hug virtual yeah. hug but yeah, no, I really do hope you're okay. But you will be you will be okay. I know you'll be okay. But you just need to take our advice, do the steps we've gone yeah. through. And just be confident in your decision and what's happening. Listen to your trust. gut. Trust yourself. Yeah. And you will get your glow back, girl. Absolutely. The glow will come right back. Yeah. Slap you in the bum as well. We did have a few questions. Oh, we did. Should we do some quick fire ones? Okay. Keep quick quicks. Quickly, quick, quicks. Um, okay, how to get out of a toxic relationship. Um, mm. So this is probably one of the hardest things you can do because if you are, if you have been in a toxic relationship and you're at the point where you're so psychologically abused that you know you have to get out, that is actually when you're at your weakest mm. and when you're so drained and just- Vulnerable and- Vulnerable yeah. and broken that, at that point, that is when you need the most strength to actually stand up and get out and break up with them. So it can be a challenge. Mm. Um, I would recommend if you are, are set on getting out of this relationship, like we said earlier, you need to block no contact, um, maybe even go away for a bit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if it has been a toxic relationship, mm. stay with people, get surround yourself with people who are gonna be there for you, look after you, keep you safe. Um, yeah, safety is important. Another, I remember reading in a book like once about um, you, you should imagine the abuser if you've been in a toxic relationship, dressed up in the most ridiculous outfit because what? that ridiculous outfit actually epitomizes how they're acting, which is so oh, stupid. So it kind of takes ridiculous. away like the- The scariness. Yeah, the scariness and like, the control yeah. and like the, the big, big dog thing. And it are. actually like mirrors the reality of how they're behaving. God. And it makes you not take them as seriously <gasps> and almost really like good. humor them. Like yeah. humor them. Humor their behaviors. Like hum like because their actions are funny. Because <laughs> a lot a lot of men who are narcissists mm -hmm. and emotionally abusive, 
their behaviors are are so immature they act like children yeah. i actually call it mantra Man, man tantrum, mantra. Man they have mantras. Well, a mantra is like, what's your mantra? Oh, well, I've just, I termed <laughs> that. So it's, it means that as well. Okay. Um, so yeah, try and do that. Um, yeah. Another way. I mean, I mean, if it is yeah. really abusive and toxic, get the police you probably involved. need to get the police involved or at least like make sure they have a record of what's been going and on. you know people get scared of getting the police involved because they're worried of what the abuser is going to do but if you've got police involved the police are there to control that next step of what the abuser may potentially be doing or will want to do yeah so the police are the the best most safest option if that is your worry oh there was one person who said um that so she's just um broken up with someone um, it's been 18 months. She still cries when I think about him. Did I make the right decision? He wants to see me. Is it a good idea? Haven't seen him since the breakup. So she wants to meet up with her ex who she broke up with 18 months. It's over a year ago. No, that's, yeah. Yeah. Over a year ago. Yeah. And she still thinks about him and mm, they want to meet up. I mean, I think the why the most wise thing you can do is ask what his intentions yeah. are so you can go into that with a bit more clarity because if he's meeting up literally just to see if you're all right as a friend mm. but you're still missing him and feeling like you want to maybe go back there and see where it goes but he's not aligned you could then, just be yeah, setting yourself up to get more hurt yeah absolutely so i think just have a conversation and understand like where he's coming where from and what his intentions are yeah because i remember when my my XX, yeah, double X. My double X. Um, when me and him broke up after our five year relationship, we met up like a few months later just for like a coffee, uh -huh. for like a catch up because like we obviously care about each yeah. other. You and each other's lives for five years. For five years, yeah. Um, and there was nothing there. There was nothing. There was nothing. And there. that's when you've got confirmation, like yeah, okay, yeah. And he's fine. actually recently had a baby, and he's wow. very happy. Like I have no, like I'm happy yeah. for him. I genuinely am. Like I'm yeah. very happy for him. Yeah. And I'm also very sure that we were not right for mm. each other. I guess, yeah, so for the, this girl's answer, I'd say like, obviously it depends on why you broke up. Mm. If it was more of an uh, amical mutual thing or if it was like a one-sided thing, it depends on who broke up with who because if it, it was he that broke up with her and he's now wanting to see her, yeah. I always think that, guys process it way later yeah and so he's probably now going through the breakup like fucking 18 months later thinking what has he done blah, blah, blah. but if you're in this position now where you've sort of you're finding like your feet you're you know you're getting yourself out there in the in the scene and you know dating other guys or whatever you're kind of seeing yourself move on then maybe it's better just not not go back there yeah not i go agree. back in the past um okay entering the dating scene post breakup and comparing anyone new to your mm, ex i can relate to this yeah i mean God. first of all comparing is just stupid it is stupid but it's so hard not to it's like an auto thing isn't yeah. it? yeah because everyone has different strengths different weaknesses mm. different things they can bring to the table and a lot of things they can like yeah you know not bring not bring to the table. again it's like are you just focus are you just comparing your ex to these people um, by only using like the good things about your ex or is it good and bad things? Because for me, I'm always thinking about the good things of 
My yeah, I think when you compare, you're comparing the new person to all of the good, good qualities things, of yeah. your ex, but completely disregarding, ignoring the, everything yeah. they did bad. Yeah. Um, just don't compare. Okay. But getting back on the dating scene, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I can't really give much advice because I'm not on the dating scene. But I would, I would assume dating apps. Yeah, dating apps like <laughs> going out with friends who maybe are single as well, who can like help encourage you to yeah. talk to new guys. You know, like I think I've been out with friends who would just go over and talk to a guy and then he'd have mates and they'd come over and chat and then that's it, as easy as that. And then you start talking and it's fine and natural and cool. Yeah. And like, there's no pressure there. And that could always like, you know, invite new opportunities with guys or whatever. Yeah, going, like getting yourself out there, like not staying inside all the time and just hoping that someone's gonna just suddenly appear in your life. like. I do think you need to get out there, go out to bars, go out wherever you socialize. Yeah. The gym, book club, I don't know. Just put yourself out there. I'm not gonna go and find my boyfriend in a club. Like I don't really see myself dating a guy who loves clubbing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I'm not really gonna expect to find a guy in a club, but maybe in a bar, cause they're maybe a bit more like, you know, a drink. <laughs> Beer, a bev with the the lads. I don't know. There's yeah. a lot about like rejection, but also like um, ha feeling like you're incapable on your own, mm. which I can relate to. Mm. When you're in a relationship, you can put a lot of your dependence into that other person, and like I definitely had that. Like I went from being a very like strong, independent, confident person in isolation, and then when I was in my relationship, I had. Like, I do feel like I lost a lot of my independence and a lot of my confidence to the point where after my breakup, even just getting in my car and driving somewhere on my really? own scared the living daylights out of me. Fuck. I was so- You relied so much on- Yeah, I was so reliant yeah. mm. on little things and I just, I hate being alone, but you have to just be so patient with yourself and it can be so scary, but mm. you need to put yourself out there into situations when you're on your own and you have to do things for yourself, mm. even if they're scary and overwhelming. But once you do one of these things, you will realize like you have the power to mm. do it alone and you can do it and you do not need them. Like you are a strong, <laughs> capable person. Mm. Well, you gotta remember own. like you were, absolutely capable before yeah. getting with them. So you can get back to that yeah. as well. It's not like you you were, like you've had them since you, you, were, born you were born in your yeah. life. Like you have been absolutely capable of getting through life by yourself. Like you've been happy before this relationship. Yeah. Like yeah. you were fine. And even like, I know we mentioned earlier, like going on a solo trip. I My mum did that when she came out of a breakup when she felt really like, dependent and alone yeah and she said going on a solo trip and vibing by herself mm. gave her all of that confidence yeah. and like assurance Retail. in herself that she will be okay mm. on her own so true so yeah you, you just have to make that first step of actually yeah it's out first, step. It. first step's the hardest step yeah but once you make that first step then you're fine yeah everything will come naturally after that but yeah, sending love to all sending of you love. who are going through a breakup or struggling with sending this love. because it is hard and not many people talk about it. Yeah. Um, right, do you have a quote? I do have a quote. Yeah. I have two quotes, so which one should I choose? Oh, do you? Um, yeah, I'm just gonna say them both because they're quite short. Okay. Your future needs you, your past doesn't. Your future needs you, yeah, your past the doesn't. the past is gone. The past is doesn't gone. Doesn't need you anymore. Doesn't need so your doesn't attention. Doesn't need your thoughts or attention. Need that. Put the it all into the future. You. Yeah. And the second one, don't allow someone to treat you poorly just because you love them. 
you know? Yeah. It is as simple as that. Just because you love them doesn't mean they're allowed to treat you like shit. Yeah. And do they really love you and do if they, love they you? are treating you like and shit? And do you really love them if they're treating you like shit? Wow, all these questions. Okay, I actually have two as well. Okay. A lot, a lot of your questions were about like toxic, abusive relationships. So I kind of like changed my quotes mm-hmm. when I was reading through them to make them more relevant. Yeah. Um, okay, you wouldn't drink poison just because you're thirsty. So don't let getting lonely make you reconnect with toxic people. <gasps> love, love that. So when you feel that urge to reach back out mm. and reconnect with a toxic so person. you're thirsty. Just think, if I was thirsty, would I drink poison? Yeah. No. So true. So don't do it. I love that. That's pretty good. Um, and my other quote is never forget that walking away from something unhealthy is brave, even if you stumble a little on the way mm. out the door. Yeah, that's really good. It's brave. And you're it's strong. You up. are stronger than you think. I so promise you, you, you are stronger than you think. Mm, I was stronger than I thought. Yeah. And you don't know how strong you are until you go through it. Yeah. And it, it makes you a stronger, more resilient, capable, strong, boss ass bitch <laughs> woman. Boss ass fucking bitch. Yeah. Here's a 2023. Here's a 2023. Yes. All the single ladies. Beat it. And the ladies in relationships who love you too. And the men, single men, maybe. We got, we got some men listeners. Some menners. 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 <laughs> Girlies right. and menners. Anyway. Let's love you. Leave it there. And also, thank you so much to all of you who share, share. Rate, review the Woo-hoo. podcast. It genuinely, really, really does help us so much. And we yeah. appreciate you. Love you. Love you. Have a fab rest of Catch your day. Catch you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.